up guys welcome back to tea time this is logan i'm joined by trevor Caden, and brandon and today we have a new series for you guys um and it's just called top five you know and it's a very very broad uh uh what, what do you want to call it i don't know just us rifling list, through our top fives. yeah so top five sports moments top five games top five show anything and then this is even a, a topic that you you guys can even you know chirp in on you know do do a top five this do a top five that and we're not gonna you know center ourselves to one specific top five thing like you know today today we might have things on sports on, on exactly. music on or, but you know or we can you know we could we could always center an episode based on top five sports moments or top five music whatever you know we, we can do that so we can experiment with this you know this is our first time doing it and you know obviously you know we, we do like some criticism, so if you guys have any ideas for us, you know, shoot us shoot us our way. But I guess uh, we can jump right into it into one of our top fives. Um, I want to do I want to do our top five Pokemon. Caden, mm. uh, why don't you go first? Okay, so I'll start at five and go to one. Um, number five, I'm gonna have to go classic YouTube, low key. And uh, just because I had this one YouTube like like you know those big giant cards, it was like the, one of the first like like coolest cards I had to me was it was that big Mewtwo card that my mom got me for my I don't know it was like my fifth birthday, and ever since then I always loved Mewtwo, and I lost that card I don't know what happened to it. Damn, but, uh, damn it! I know. This is but why fourth, we can't have nice things. You fuck. <laughs> fourth uh, fourth favorite he's got to be Treko. He's just mm. Treko's just so cool. He's always just been like he's just chill. Exactly, just flowing cool. He's always just there. That's what I like about OG him. OG Drastic. Mm-hmm. And then three, I'm gonna have to go Salamence just because mm-hmm. I think he's one of the coolest pseudo legendaries. I just, I, I've just never, I've never been able to get on his look. Really? I feel like he's just been too chubby. <coughs> I love um, it. That's the only thing I really. If like you like dragons, I guess you like Salamence, right? But yeah. see, I do like dragons. Oh, mm. uh, dragon type one of my favorites. Right? Okay. If I was a dragon, I'd get into it. But I just, mm. I don't know. I've yeah. always. That's one that's always sort of just like, damn, I've been a little disappointed with it. Yeah. But go on, continue. And then two, I'm going to have to go Wailord. This is a, he's a big, chunky-ass So you like whale. the big, chunky guys. I do. And oh, even at number one, it's going to come back, Embor. Mm-hmm. Embor, I, I, had his, I had his um, his card in my phone for the longest time. And I took it out, put it, finally put it in a sleeve. Got him pulled up in Pokemon hey. Go. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I also have him in Pokemon Go. That's pretty raw. That's but a good top five, though. You is, kind of yeah. you went through a lot of generations there, mm-hmm. so it's not just one generation. So, what would, I want to ask you, what's your favorite type? Do you have a favorite type of Pokemon? My favorite type, Fire. Yeah, I like Fire. How about yourself, Brandon? Yeah, why don't you go, Brandon? Man, that's so hard. So, it's Pokemon. Tough. Yeah. Growing up, I've I've had to change my favorite Pokemon as time as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I'll start from five to one as well. I'll start at number five. I gotta be classic and say Pikachu. It's kind of hard not to. Um, and some people might even give me shit for not having them higher. But, I mean, it's a classic. It's Pikachu. If you know Pokemon, if you sort of start to love Pokemon as a kid, it's mainly because of Pikachu. That's how it was for me. The first ever game I played was Pokemon Yellow, um, based on Pikachu. He was my starter. Um, and that sort of just, from there, just took me on a fucking roller coaster of memories, fun, emotion. Either it's getting mad at not being able to beat gym leaders. <laughs> it's all because of Pikachu, pretty much, you know? Um, starting at number four, I'm going to have to go with Blaziken. Mm. Um, for a while, fire types were always my favorite. Same with fighting. And you'll kind of see that trend with this list. And that was sort of, Blaziken was a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. And same with Infernape, who's who I have at number three. Mm. Two fire starters. Um, I just love the two final evolutions. They're just so 
beautiful to me. So mm -hmm. badass. They have that karate look with the flames coming out of all places. And <coughs> Bernie, I like his look more than Blaziken. I like that side, like that monkey type of look. And mm -hmm. I like his flames. I like his yeah. sort of cosmetics a lot more. His sprite is clean. Yeah, he, he has that that kind of look to him where he looks like he's in motion, even mm -hmm. though he's just standing. Yeah, so. he just he you know that once in the Goku where he's just jumping back and forth. Yeah. I just whenever I look at Infernape, I always think of that scene yeah, for some yeah. reason because Infernape just sort of jogs back and forth the same way. Number two, I'm gonna have to go with Lucario. Um, just another classic fighting type that just goes back to my childhood again. Is I had this one Lucario just action figure that I got for my birthday that my mom got me one time, sort of similar to your story, and mm -hmm. it was just one of my favorite toys, bro. I would use him up against, like, Batman and my other action figures and shit, and I would have Lucario beating the shit out of everybody. Mm -hmm. um, then I would always try to get him on the games. Still don't fucking have him in Pokemon Go. It's been, <laughs> dude, I cannot tell you. So, you know you know that different eggs in Pokemon Go, obviously? Yeah. So, yeah. you can hatch a Riolu from the purple eggs, the 10-kilometer, and I shit you not, over the last year, I've probably gotten at least 40 of those. Oh, God. And I've had one real loot hatch from all of them. Jeez. And I'm so damn. pissed. I don't have enough candy to revolve from nothing, man. So I'm still <laughs> trying to get that Lucario. Um, number one, I'm going to have to round it out with Rayquaza. Mm. Favorite legendary. I love dragons. Dragons are my favorite type. Mm. And just everything about Rayquaza is yeah. just so badass mm -hmm. to me. We were just talking about Pokemon cards that uh, Rayquaza VMAX alt art. With that background where he's just slithering in between all the valleys and peaks and mountains. It's just... Great it's, card. It's hard not to like him. And just even going back to the game, too. Pokemon Emerald, one of the best, in my opinion. One of my personal favorites that I played growing up on the Game Boy. Um, but yeah, so Rayquaza would definitely have to round out my top five. So a little bit mixed everything. In oh, that. yeah. The classics, the starters, the legendaries. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to sort of just point it off to you, Trevor, and ask you... What are your top five um, favorite types? Everything at five, I'd probably go Greninja. Mm, at nice. four, I'd probably go Cresselia. At three, well, I mean, Cresselia is so cool. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm a, it's a moon Pokemon. I right? love Greninja too. If we're if we're going like if I had to separate old generations and new generations, if we could do that, I would. Greninja would be on my list. He's I have, so bad. I have two of his Radiant Greninja cards. Mm -hmm. I have a Radiant Greninja Pokemon Go, man. It's so badass. The mm -hmm. red cape and all. Mm -hmm. And then at three, I would probably go Darkrai. Mm, the Nightmare Pokemon. Similar he's, little red cape. You like he, that red cape, he, huh? He's sick, bro. He is I, sick. He, he's just... I remember he was the first and only event Pokemon I ever caught mm. in Platinum back in the day. Mm. And he had to go that in and save dude. a kid from his nightmare and shit. It was so cool, bro. Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, badass. Yeah, and yeah. I, love, I love the dark... Dark is my second favorite behind Dragon. I like Dark type of <laughs> and just lore Pokemon. The cool thing about Dark is he's supposed to be terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like he, he is. He's yeah. not. He isn't. But he, you know, but he's supposed to be. Yeah. He is supposed to be. And then number two, I'd probably. Oh gosh, if I could just put. It's hard, isn't it? Oh, man, I'd probably go Tropius. I love Tropius. Just the a one of one. You know, a weird, you know, palm tree looking <laughs> With bananas. Fun. Yeah, come on, man. I, and then I'd probably go the entire Piplup tree. Ooh, Piplup's my favorite Pokemon. It. I uh, and Polion's the best Pokemon I ever had. Yeah, just a dog vitamin that fucker up and he, he takes three <laughs> fucking fire blasts, even though he's a steel type to kill his ass. I mean, he's he's a dog. I nearly have a level 100 in Platinum right now, so trying to get him up there. And, but, uh, uh, and look, you when, when I forgot honorable mention, Hydreigon. I forgot mm. to sign one of those. Yeah, I, one I do like how I, I did also catch up. A three headed, three headed drag. Mm. How about yourself, Los? 
Okay, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start off with the honorable mention. It's uh, you guys probably don't know you guys with the new games, but it's Iron Bundle. So the new games have Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have uh, past and future variants of Pokemon. So Iron Bundle is a future version of Delibird. Okay. So we we know Delibird as you know the, the Christmas Pokemon it gives people presents. Iron Bundle, that thing is 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 crazy. Yes, it has a very very high special attack, Water Ice type. Um, and I remember like when I first go into Area Zero, like when you're first encountering these like the Paradox Pokemon, you know you have your you have your, you have your friends with you that are just going down with you, and Iron Bundle was tearing me up. Like I was like, damn, like he's hitting hard. Yeah. And so I got my hands on one, and it's just. It's a good Pokemon. Get your hands on an Iron Bunda? I did. I got my hands on an Iron Bunda. My honorable mention would definitely be Electro Buzz. Electro Buzz. And Lucky Garbodor. Mine would be Magnum Zone. There's that. I can probably give you like 50 honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. So many. But I guess I'll go into my my top five. Number five is going to be Cerulege, who is also a new Pokemon. It's a Fire Ghost type. He's like a Mega Man type character. So I'm gonna show all you guys a picture of him. He has swords. Oh, that's fucking bad. Like he kind of looks like guy. Blue Beetle. Yeah, kind of looks like Blue Beetle. Wow. I want to see that movie, Dad. He, he was basically, you know how you guys, uh, whenever you play a Pokemon game, you have your starter, and then you have like your second starter that you caught mm-hmm. like very early on. He was black. He was my second starter. Ah, uh, so you have that little bond with him. Right, like he he's like the same level, if not higher level, than my starter. Mm-hmm. He So he, he was my guy. Yeah. Um. So he's number five. Number four... I gotta go with Groudon. Um, yeah. Ruby was my first game I ever played, and I mm. played it so many times. I played Omega Ruby so many times. The old Ruby I played so many times. Like I, I since I was over. so just for over time, you know, I was I just played it so many times. So I gotta go. I gotta go with Groudon. You know, I know it's not a flashy pick, but you know, it's my personal hey, solid legendary. Yeah, one of, one of my personal favorites. Number He's three is an easy choice. It's Snorlax. Mm, and I, and I always, like, I have to try to not use Snorlax. I always use Snorlax. Yeah. Like, there's something about him. He's just a, a normal type, you know, a lot of HP, a lot of defense, can hit hard. Mm. Just, you know, he's just a good Pokemon. That, Lord, that sleep move is overpowered, yeah. man. Wailord was my, was my Snorlax. Beef, I, 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 had yeah. to, I had to, like, like, stress myself not to get get a hold of him because I know if I did, I would just be open. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, uh, number two, Going back to Gen 3 is Swampert. Mm-hmm. I love Swampert. You know, I, I used uh, Sceptile a lot when I was a kid because I always used Grass types. One of my honorable mentions as well. But um, Storlap, I mean, that's Storlap. Swampert is just a good Pokemon. Water mm-hmm. Ground is the, probably my favorite mm-hmm. typing combination, at, like out of mm-hmm. all the co- type combinations. Um, yeah, that shiny too. Yeah, I mean, I like it's just, just, you know, you teach him Surf, teach him Earthquake, I and mean, then he's a beast. Yeah, and you're not, you can defend Electric a lot better mm-hmm. too with him having that Water Ground oh, yeah. combination. Oh yeah, that's overpowered. And other than that, there's really not much. This is grass. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, what is uh, another cool Pokemon that I didn't really know about until I started playing Pokemon Go? But what what type is Araquanid? Because he is so water cool. bug, I believe. Water bug. He is cool. I love Araquanid. Um, but my number one, it's gonna be an odd choice, and I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but it's it's the Sidueye. If you guys don't know who that is, he was a Gen Seven Grass type starter. He's a Grass Ghost type. He's like a, a, a Archer almost. He has like a little hood. He's like a, yeah, he's a grass. He showed me his sprite. He's, he's, he's a beast. He's yeah. clean. And my my first playthrough of of uh, I think I had Moon Pokemon Moon. I used him, and he, he was just so badass. Like grass isn't my favorite typing anymore. You know, when I was a kid, um, oh yeah, Brandon's got a nice Decidueye Pokemon Go. Three star baby. Three star, yeah. But um, you know, so when I was a kid, my older brothers, uh, oldest one Adam, I always choose Fire, and Austin I always choose Water, so I always choose Grass. So I always chose the Grass type starter. I remember when. When uh, 
Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out. I picked that Chikorita, sadly. Yeah, one of the worst starters <laughs> yeah. ever. Wow. And I like one of my least favorite too. Pokemon ever. Like Shout out to Feraligator. I actually like him. I know everyone hates yeah, the starters yeah, in that game, but I actually like Feraligator. But yeah, when it got to the point where like I was just playing the Pokemon games on my own, I was like, you know what? Let me just choose a starter I want to pick, and not just a grass type. But you know, it got to Gen 7, and I was interested in Decidueye. I was like, you know what? Or, or Rowlet at the time. I didn't know who the, they didn't give us the um, evolutions mm. before that game came out. Rowlet was clean. Rowlet, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me go with Rowlet. He's interesting. He's an owl. We've never seen a Pokemon like him before. Or well, Star like him before. Not a starter, but I was about to say Night Owl. Night Owl, yeah. Noctowl. Noctowl, excuse yeah. me. Um, but yeah, so I chose him, and then Decidueye ended up becoming my favorite Pokemon of all time. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that, if you guys haven't played Gen 7, the games are okay. They're not the best Pokemon games, but there's just definitely some cool Pokemon yeah. in those games, and and surprisingly, really a really good set of starters. Okay. Probably one of the best like starter trios we've, we've probably ever had, to be honest. And, to be honest with you, yeah. And what is, I guess, your favorite type? I didn't answer that myself, but I, I would probably say, for, for me, I'd probably say Steel or Water. Steel. You know, one of those two. Speaking of Steel, Scizor. Scizor. One of my honorable mentions yeah. as well. That is... Badass. If I'm fuck, I actually wish I would have put them in my top five. But if I don't I'm care. Just, Steelix. Steelix. Steelix is dope too. <laughs> but I just Scizor is so clean to me with the red claws and that sleek look and everything about Scizor. That's the whole way you have to evolve them with the metal coat yeah. and and Deoxys as well. Deoxys yeah, is, is cool. But my favorite yourself? type, uh, I don't really know about that. My favorite type, uh, probably water. Mm. I, I just think water is just such a versatile type. It's good defensively. It's good offensively. Obviously, you can teach it, your, your water Pokemon surf. You know, you're only, you don't need surf anymore in the new games. But you know, when I go back and play the old games, you know, I always have that water Pokemon on my team. Um, and now I, I do see myself picking the water starter most of the time now, just because it's such a versatile type. You know, it's, mm. in my opinion, it, it's a better type than fire and grass. So you, you just do more with it, in my opinion. So yeah, I think water by far is my favorite type. And I guess. I guess we can jump into our next top five yeah. here. Did uh, you guys want to go into our top five, maybe TV shows or animes here? Yeah, I mean, we can that, do that. I, 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 think, think, we I think we can do. I think we combine those anime slash. Yeah, anime slash TV show. Yeah. They're all shows in a sense. Yeah, why don't but, you go first, Trevor? Um, no, you're, man, a big, I, you're a big TV I, show movie guy. I, jeez, <laughs> there's so many, but I guess I'll start at five. Um, I'll put right now. I'll put Attack on Titan. Making my top five. I'm not even gonna lie to you, and this is of all time because like this shit is just fucking insane. It puts a smile on um, my face. It's chaos, and I kind of love chaos and that kind of at- like in that kind of aspect. But the storyline, the characters are just insane. The the writing, the animation, it's it's ahead of its time. Might be the best animation I've ever seen. Like the it, I'm not even lying to you. It rivals Tournament of Power, mm. especially in season four. Like just the way they're able to capture motion and shit. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they draw it. You gotta wait till you watch Demon Slayer. I, I'm hearing about that more and more, and I, that's the next thing I'm watching. But five, I'd put Attack on Titan, and I'm not even done it. I'm not even finished. And then four, I put Gotham because I love Gotham mm-hmm. so much. I, I just there's something about that show that I just I, I'm a I'm a big DC fan, mm-hmm. and it's been ruined. And that's one of the bright spots of this it recent is. It really DC. Is. You went to Buffalo, right, Logan? Or no? Did you go no. to Buffalo Creek? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You to Buffalo Creek. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you ever remember Mr. Parks? He was yeah, that math yeah, yeah, teacher. Yeah. He was a. Uh, he told me he was telling us. I had him as my math teacher. He was telling us his brother was. 
he played a he played a pretty decent role in that Gotham show. That's the only way I ever heard hmm. of it. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it. But he she was um, off look up yeah. the cast. I think it was like someone that played the role of like a nurse or someone in the hospital, maybe like a cop or a detective or something like that. But yeah, just want to throw a little nugget out there. That's pretty cool. And then I gotta go Prison Break uh, at at three, just because. That's one of like the first shows I think I ever watched in totality, and me and Caden are watching it right now, and we'll have a review up on the pod pretty soon. We watched, we we gotten consumed by another prison show. Yes, which was Oz. On my top five. Yes, yeah. Oz. It's it's one of the best shows. It'll of be all on time. my top five. I it's gonna be my honorable mention. Shout out to Oz. But that'd be my top. Five. My my two is gonna be Hannibal. Okay. Uh, this is one of the best shows, best written shows I've ever seen and and been able to attain. It's perfect. Mm. Like the show itself is actually the definition of perfect. Yeah. Four seasons. The acting is insane. The story is insane. The cinematography for a fucking show. Like they they took, they went the extra mile. Like, every episode seemed like they were trying to win a fucking Oscar-type shit, even though it's a TV show. Yeah. Like, they, like Lawrence Fishburne, and he's one of the best actors of all time. You got Mads Mikkelsen, who's won, like, 11 equivalent yeah. Danish Oscars. And he, he's, you know, you recognize him from Doctor Strange and, and Rogue One and shit, but he, this is his masterpiece. This is his... This is him. Yeah. And Hannibal is a great show, and I did a review on that. If you guys have not listened to that review, go check it out. Um, and then number one, it's so hard because I think we know what to put in number one. I gotta put Lost, mm-hmm. uh, but I want to put Spartacus up there in top five. I want to put Black Sails. I want to put. I think uh, I think you missed out on uh, Avatar. And Avatar, obviously, Korra. Sure. Yeah. There's just so many shows. Like I, the thing about me is like I've seen so many like. TV shows, bro. Five is not enough for you. It's not. I need a top fifteen, bro. I, I, you know, and that '70s show. I've seen the entire show. Like that shit is the one of the best. The, I, the Office is so funny. That, that would be in my top fifteen. You gotta even think like back in the day, like old shows you watch, like Arc, I, I, I regular show, shit. regular show, like regular yeah. show is top ten, easily. bro. Like mm-hmm. fuck, bro. But Lost has to be the number one because. Honestly, it's the show that I've learned the most. Like, you go on a trip, bro. Uh, you go on a trip. a trip, bro. And I've learned more, more like, that show has taught me more than any other show. Mm-hmm. Like, real life lessons type shit. And it's like, it, it's not even possible what happens in it. Yeah. But it just, it, it's kind it's, of full circle. Happens, right? Like, life lessons are like, it's oddly realistic, mm. but it's obviously not. It ends where it starts. Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah. Ah. yeah. Damn. Ah. Good point to end it there, but Logan, go ahead and give us your top five. Okay, so Gotham is in my top five, but because you already said it, I'll put in another show. Honorable mention yeah. for you. Um, I'm gonna go with Daredevil. Okay. The, the uh, slept the, on. Yeah, the original, like the old ones that came out before you know Marvel had their, you know, all their new TV shows. Um, you know, going into it, you know, obviously I've seen you know, the Flash and the CW shows, and they're all right, but they're kind of corny. But I, I went into Daredevil with no expectations, and I was blown away. You know, it, it's it's not gory, but like it's 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 violent. It's violence. It's definitely violence. It's realistic. You know, and it's just a story about a, a, a cool character. I mean, Daredevil is a guy that he's a, you can see with no with no sight, like like power to see. Like he's yeah. blind, but his his uh. He's tr- so well trained that he can see better than the average human with just his hearing, mm. and he's just. He has a um, same character, same like 
cast, same character as a, an appearance in that Spider-Man movie, and he's and even in that in the She-Hulk, they're keeping that same actor, and you know they're Disney-fying him a little bit. They are, but um, I just think the way he's portrayed, he's just a badass. He doesn't care, you know. He's pretty ruthless. He's cold. He's, he's very cold, but he has to be. It's New York City. Yeah. Um, and he's you know he's battling some some mean motherfuckers. You know, you know one of them was being was the Punisher that was involved, and which is another show I want to shout out. Yeah. You know, kind of in that same series, but yeah, D- Daredevil's definitely up there for me, and, and you know I just love superhero shows, and when they can get it right, it's it's just perfect. It's, yeah. Like Gotham, for example, is yeah. so good. Um, number four. At least, you know, I don't know if this will stay because it's kind of recency bias, but number four right now is Vinland Saga. Um, just because, you know, I, I'm still watching season two. I haven't got to the nitty-gritty of season two yet. I'm still, like, on the slow part. But just season, the end of season one just impacted me so much that it's just, it's just so good. I think it's a must-watch for anybody. It's not a show I, I would watch around young people, like young kids. Or it's not a show I would watch, you know, probably with your lady or whatever. It, it's... It's a pretty gory show. It's, it's, I shouldn't watch it. It's a, and, <laughs> but it, it's a, it, it's a real man show. Like it really is, and you know you do see some, some fucked up things in there, but it's it's things that it's realistic. It's stuff that actually did happen back in you know one thousand. Especially if you're a fan of Vikings, mm-hmm. that culture, that way of life, Scandinavia, anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's, it just captures that time. I don't know much about that time, but you know I, I I'm learning. Like I I see something that happened in this year, and it's like oh. This happened exactly a thousand years ago. It's like that's crazy, and you, you see like how they had slaves back then, and just and they didn't care about what what race you were. They, no. they went to a camp and or a little you know development and just took people. That's it. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it just captures that time perfectly. And there's just there's characters like Thorfinn. It was a real person. He wasn't a, a warrior so like he was in the show. But he was an explorer. Um, Leif Erikson's in it. I know oh, you wow. know who that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an explorer. Um, Basically discovered the Americas. Yeah. Um, and, and Vinland is America. Like, mm-hmm. Vinland is the land they talk about, and that's, that's America. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, Thor, Thorkill. Yeah, Thorkill's a real guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Thorkill the Tall. You can look him up. He's a real guy. He's in the show. He's a, he's a very, very apparent in the show as well. Um, but yeah, just such a good show. And the end of season one, just because you get drawn into the characters without even knowing it. And then like you get so like connected to them, and then when when shit happens, it's like holy shit, like shit's crazy. But yeah, mm. number four is Vinland Saga. Number three, um, Kane, you already mentioned it, mentioned it, but it's the Avatar series. Yeah. You know, I watched it when I was a kid, and just it stuck with me ever since. You know, it's just anything you want. You know, this is a okay. this is a show I will show to my kids because oh, yeah. oh yeah, there's life lessons in it. There's so much rewatch value. It's just so much wisdom, and it's just the power of the elements. You know, it's it's. Not like obviously it's unrealistic. It's suit is extraterrestrial, but it's almost like damn. Like I wonder if there's an alternate reality where people can bend elements. You know, but, it, like, but it's also telling you to like you know calm your inner mm-hmm. self. You know, take hold of mm-hmm. your mind. You know, yep. all the episodes with the guru and you know, where he's where he's legitimately finding himself in the avatar state. Yep. It's really like reflecting on your own self. It's realistic stuff. Exactly. You know? Meditation is key. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 you can learn a lot from this show for sure. Um, but number two. This is an obvious one, Dragon Ball for me. It's the whole series. You know, I put you guys onto it. It's so show, show I've been watching since I was 
uh, came out of my mom. Like literally, <laughs> I, I was I was indoctrinated into watching Dragon Ball. You, you and, got and Avatar. You got birthed, and there was just Dragon Ball. Literally, fucking hot. Tommy, Tommy, hot. Just Dragon Balls in your face. A yeah, Goku. Yeah, yeah. There was like a there was like a ho- it was like Halloween or some shit, yeah. and a Goku guy was just some in the hospital, like drunk and disorderly, yeah. and cuffed up to a pole. <laughs> you're an infant. You look at him, and you're like, holy shit, this is it. Yeah, like it, it, Dragon Ball will always be like number one in my heart. Mm. But my number one, which I'll go into in a second, because I do want to talk about Dragon Ball a little more. Um, it, it's just it's everything you can ask for in in an anime and a show. Goku's like one of the most known people on mm. Earth, and he's not even a real person. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I mean, what does there not love about Dragon Ball? I think it's just if, you, if you're ever going getting into anime, Dragon Ball's just turn on Dragon Ball. You well, know? It's a massive universe, tons of content, Ton, yeah. tons of characters. I mean, anyone can immerse themselves in it, and that's the beautiful things about those little, types of franchises. Little kids. You know, all over the world, in shacks in third world countries, some of them have pictures and, and yeah, Goku posters of Goku fucking, on the wall. You know, a, a little picture of him mm-hmm. or a action figure. Yeah, the I impact mean, that the show has left them. A T-shirt running around, like coming. Right, that's the only bright spot some of yeah. these kids have in those third right. countries. Just too. talking about Goku pretending to be a Super Saiyan, like right. that's exactly. what they have, and that's mm-hmm. what that's something we all done as kids. Oh exactly. yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful thing when you think about it, because like art can impact so many. Also, why I love sports. Right. Facts. Um, but I guess I can go out to number one. Um, and like I said, Dragon Ball always number one in my heart, but my, my favorite show of all time is One Piece. It, it just... One Piece is everything you want in a show. And I, I hate when people say, like, anime is for kids or anime is, you know, they, they say something about an anime because just go watch One Piece. It, it's literally like... I remember talking to people at, at work and they say, oh, I like this show because of this and I like this show because of this and I like this show because of this. I'm like, okay. One Piece has all of that at the at the highest level. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's oh, it's 1,060 episodes, whatever it is, and still going. Yeah. I, I took a break after like 700 something, so I'm not even at the best parts of the show yet yeah. and I already love the show that much. Yeah. Um, But like, once you get like near caught up, like you realize like, damn, like, there's not enough episodes. Like, I wish there was more. Do you think the over stops here? Yeah, I think it's going to stop in the next five, six-ish years. That's still um, a long time. Yeah, still it's almost 99. Yeah. Um, but it, it really is starting to get to the nitty-gritty parts. Yeah. But, like, they're, even now, like, they're, like, in the thousand episodes, like, yeah. they're still Pumping big. Out, like, yeah. new content. Yeah, but there's, there's still big question marks in that world that haven't been answered yet. I have, I have buddies that swear up and down and will live and die about One Piece being the best show I, I promise you that they've ever watched in their life not not, not even the best anime it's the best show I've seen that's why it's number one it's just mm-hmm. anything you can ask for like story building world building adventure character development everything like villains any like, like there's real like real like world problems in that show you have racism because there's there's fish man in that show it's Basically, like, like fish that are. There's tons like of symbolism humans. tying right. into real world problems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same like, with Avatar. We're talking about like, finding your inner self. Yeah, and like in, there's a a guy named Jean Bay is part of Luffy's crew, um, and at the end of one of the uh, arcs, uh, I think it's Luffy. Luffy or Jean Jean Bay. I think it's Luffy needs like a blood transplant, and he's only a certain blood type. And the only person of everybody else that has that blood type is Jinbei, a fish man. Mm. So it, it was, it's a fish man and a human doing a blood transfusion that's never been done before. And mm. it's like one of those moments in One Piece where it's like the fish man and the humans are together mm. now. Like they're not mm. segregated against anybody yeah. against yeah. each other anymore. Now they need to work together. Exactly. <laughs> and Jinbei is part of Luffy's crew. A fish man is part of a human crew. You know, mm. a guy who was, I, I won't say any spoiler, but oh, a, a powerful cool. man, huh? Oh, the fish man cool. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're dope. Yeah, they have like water powers and okay. like fishman karate's Jinbei's power, <laughs> and and you see like like uh, Fisher Tiger was one of Jinbei's you know crewmates, and he went through like some some. He was a, basically a slave, a prison slave, mm. and and you you just see like sh- like it's real life stuff, real life issues that go on, and it's like obviously it's a little goofy because I mean Luffy's one of the most goofy characters in anime. But yeah, you, you got a favorite character from your favorite show from One Piece? Yeah. Uh, I just love the crew. I, I really do. Like I love Luffy. I love Zoro. I love I love all of them. I love Usopp. But I, I guess I could go Usopp because I probably relate to him the most. Yeah, and, and he's just. An unlikely hero. Yeah. His nickname is God Usopp, and mm-hmm. he has no powers. Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't have a devil fruit power. He has he has his little slingshot. His nickname is literally God Usopp. <laughs> he's a like, he does that shit though. He really does. He, he is a god with it. Yeah. Like, he's he's like he's a clumsy okay. like unexpected guy you'll ever. He's like Sokka. Think yeah, like okay. Sokka. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, number one by far One Piece. I think anybody should watch it. Um, of course you you know you'll have the excuse of oh I don't want to start a show that's over a thousand mm-hmm. episodes. Like I said. You realize once you get into it that there's not enough. Yeah. It takes a while to get into. Like once you get to like, you know, first like 200 is slow-ish, but they're good. But once you get to like 300, then you're locked in. That's crazy even talking. I know. Like it's a lot, a lot of fucking episodes. But like once you get there, like Mm -hmm. you're 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 locked in. I promise you, you're locked in. And then from then on, it's just 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. But um, why don't you go ahead, Caden? So uh, I guess I will start at five, and uh, I'm gonna go regular show. Just because you know, growing up, it just had that show had such an impact on my, on my uh, my younger life, and uh, I remember re- maybe the reason why I had the most impact on on me, and the reason why I wanted to watch it all the time is because my parents um, like like cut it off from us. Remember when uh, mom said we couldn't watch a regular show anymore? Oh yeah, I still was able to watch and, it, and we were watching <laughs> that shit, bro. That show was meant for kids on a different level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then number four, I'm gonna go Avatar, mm-hmm. just because of the, the the lessons it taught me. I, 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 same reasons why why regular shows on my mm-hmm. list. And then moving into kind of the, the more juicy bits. Number three, I'm gonna go Oz, just because of the the recency bias. I've been watching that, and uh, mostly Fire. because those those the first couple episodes of that, you know, it's going off slow. You have some of the more individual stories, you know, Dino Ortolani learning about. You know some of the more underground dealings of this this prison, and then you get into the actual the riot when the riot starts. They overthrow the, the entire prison wing. They take hostages. They a, a Muslim leader has a gun inside of a a prison block. A prisoner has a gun. Like that's really all you need to know. And then uh, number two, number two, I'm I'm conflicted about what I'm gonna go. I I can interchange one or two here. I'm gonna go. Uh, it's always sunny at number two, just because you know same reason why uh, Avatar and, and regular show are up there. Grew up with that show all the time. My mom was just always watching that show, and then uh, you know, most of my family's from that area, so it just kind of just felt like watching that show. Mm-hmm. And it, it's basically us. Like when I, when I really think about <laughs> the crew and and their uh, their little like uh, like just their group, they all like every single one of them can be compared to one of us at, at some point in the show, Good. which is what I love about it. And then uh, my number one show is Lost, along with Trevor. Mm-hmm. That show is an absolute... Tr- <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Just, and the only reason I watched that show is because I was in first period, and uh, it was digital marketing class. And I was, we, were, we were doing something on uh, like viewership of, of shows over the past 20 years, and then Lost was like number one. And he, he's always been a big Lost guy, so I came home, and I was like, Trevor, let's watch Lost. 
and then it took us a couple of months. Probably so excited, weren't you, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. I have, I've watched it like six times, bro. It's six seasons. They're fucking 45-minute episodes, 22, 22 episodes in and each it was, season. it was so out of the blue, too. I just adapted him. I was like, bro, let's go watch an episode of Lost. <laughs> like, All right, we went here. Started yeah. up. We watched like the first two episodes, three episodes. I was already like, this is the best oh, show I've yeah. ever watched. It's crazy because like, when you guys were watching it, like I remember I would just pop in and you guys would be in the middle of the episode and mm-hmm. I'd sit down and watch it. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. I don't know what characters, but it's still like... Exactly. It, was, it, was it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining, bro. yeah. It was an adventure. Crazy ass. Yeah, and you guys tell me like, oh yeah, that guy's a demon. He's like an actual demon. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like what? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like, like, like anime concepts in real life almost. Mm-hmm. Just the way they go, like they're going back in time. Mm-hmm. The monster. Exactly. The, 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 the pillar of smoke. The, the old architecture, the, the history of the island, the others, you know, it all together. And then, like, I, I would see they're going back to, like, a different reality of mm. the same people. Yeah, two it, different it, dimensions. Off the island, like, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it gets a little confusing, but if I swear, if you just watch it... Yeah, like, I, I don't know what's going on. I just, I just popped oh, in, you know, like, Trevor, I know I asked him his favorite character, and I wanted to ask you, because uh, I didn't ask you for your number one. Uh, and Lost, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, I'm gonna have Charlie to, was a G, bro. I, I would I like to split up into the first act and the second act. Or Echo. First act, I'm gonna go uh, uh, Saeed for the first act, and then second act, I'm gonna have to go either Sy- uh, Sawyer or Jin. Mm. They were just crucial characters. They I, were. I have some characters that I wanted to shout out for my shows as well. One of them is Uncle Iroh. I mean, oh, yeah. one of the greatest characters oh, yeah. in cinema. One of the wisest characters in cinema. Zuko in as well. Um, and the other one, Brennan will know, but it's, it's Askeladd from Vinland Saga. Mm. Just one of the most badass characters I've ever seen. Just, just I, I'm not gonna say anything just for spoilers, but the end of season one is just insane, insane. Mm. The craziest like pieces of cinema I've seen. Like, ever watched watch that soon? You next anime. You yeah. either love or hate Astolat. I love I love Astolat. As a character, you you'll love him, but like he's a dick. Yeah, he's as a, a dick. You'll, you'll hate him as just like damn, like as a bad guy type of thing. But like he mm. is. And then obviously his character is based off a real person as well. Mm-hmm. I, I won't say because you don't find that out till later. Okay. Um. Okay. But yeah. But why don't you go ahead, Brandon? Why don't you give us your top five? Yeah. So I'll start with some honorable mentions. Uh, first one I want to put in there is How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Um. I don't know what it was, but it was just that was the one show, the first show that I ever binge watched. Interesting okay. enough, and I don't know. It's just I could never stop watching it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. Um. Just the little funny jokes or. Little, it's like it reminds me of Friends. I grew up watching Friends a lot too with my mother. She would just have it on at night, and I would just be in the living room watching it with her. And it was one of those shows that reminded me of it. And but it was just different. I liked it. I liked the characters. I liked the cast. Um, I'm gonna pull up the cast list real quick just to get the name because the, the dude's name is Neil uh, Patrick Harris. Yes, thank you, dog. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know how I could have forgot him. He's a dog. Heineken commercial goat as well. Um, but that. Just one of those full circle shows. If you're looking for something that's really fulfilling, something that's I've not heard gonna, that. Yeah. If you're not gonna, I mean, you can kind of tell in the name. It's about how I met your mother. He tells a story about to his two kids about how he met <laughs> his mother. Um, then you never really meet the kids, or they don't really dive into it too much. They'll sort of show flashbacks of him in the living room telling the kids, but a lot of it's just the storytelling of it. But very fulfilling, very full circle type of story. Something that's not very like. What's the word? Like, if you want something, you can just sit down and relax. It's not watch. serious. Yeah, something's yeah. not very serious. Um, then, obviously, I'm going to throw Dragon Ball in there just because I have to, because I'm leaving out of my top five, just because the shows that I'm putting in there over it just sort of appeal to me and my interest mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. But Dragon Ball is just one of those shows that you just have to watch. It was my introduction to anime. It's going to be Most forever what I always recommend people to get into anime to start. 
And it's something that's going to take you some time. It took me over a year to watch it, from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, all the way to Dragon Ball Super. Um, but talking about full story, or um, full circle, talking about something you can really immerse yourself in, whether it's characters, character development, mm -hmm. the artwork, the cinematics behind mm -hmm. it, the fight scenes, everything about it is just so beautiful. And it's such a like fun, edgier seat. Cliffhanger, everything that you want to show is in that. And also one of those things like you want to back and chill through one episode of Dragon Ball, you know? Exactly. You can watch it in sub, you can watch it in dub. Um, then my last honorable mention, I'm giving you a top eight almost, but it's just so hard to leave them all out, mm -hmm. is the Blacklist. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen the Blacklist. I've seen a couple episodes, it, yeah. yeah. It, the only reason it's not my top five, honestly, is just because it gets so repetitive. And after like four seasons, they can't really do much more with it is it's just the same thing it over a, and over is it about a uh, the plane mm -mm. i don't mm -mm. know what am so, i thinking of the lost plane um what are, i know you're thinking of but i, I can't think of the black name. box or something Somewhere, yeah it's sort of about this um wanted he's like on the fbi's most wanted list he's just an absolute genius of a criminal and he has these ties to this everyday girl somehow that you trying to find out how long he's been like keeping ties on her and stuff. It's such a mindfuck, but he pretty much comes to the FBI with this blacklist of all the other most wanted criminals, and he's gonna say like, hey, if you give me, um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Um, if you pardon me, I will give you this list and help you catch all these criminals. And it's sort of the story of catching all the criminals, using him, you dive into how criminals think, and he's just such a genius, and how he manipulates, manipulates the FBI and the CIA, then um, the girl, the main character in it, then you tend to find out her husband ends up being this sneaky guy that's involved. It's just such a good watch, but it's only, like I said, three to four seasons that gets too repetitive. Starting with number five, I'm going to put Attack on Titan um, right there with you. Once you really get into anime and you sort of get over the fact that there's anime and sort of the weird things that you might see that mm -hmm. other people might be or perceive as weird, Attack on Titan will change your life. It will. From how you view anime to life to humanity, everything <laughs> as a whole, yeah, yeah. It, it really will just throws, and it'll, throws it'll, you'll start you'll start questioning enough. things about yourself yeah. and the world around you because of Aaron Yeager and the way that the world is in Attack on Titan. Aaron Yeager, and it's kind of a genius show. Bro. It is, and if you can get over the fucking the whole Titan aspect and the cosmetics and. I, like I said, first, that, to me, it was weird, but then you were sort of the same way at first, and a lot of people still look at it that way, but once you get over that, it's honestly a very sick and, like, badass, twisted type of concept, you know? Like, and just from the very fucking start, you have one coming in there and just fucking biting the head off Aaron's mm -hmm. mom, and that's just, mm -hmm. that's the precedent, like... That's the opener. That's the <laughs> fucking, the first that's the opener. <laughs> You're just sitting there, like, blown away, like, what am I and getting myself a, into? Then you see a giant, muscular being <laughs> destroy, like... 80 feet of concrete wall. You just sit wall. there in silence after the first episode. Then Obliterate just, thousands. So. And then from there you're just on a fucking yeah, roller coaster. So me and Trevor and Caden, we watched like the what, first seven episodes. Yeah. And I kept telling Trevor, I was like, expect, like, like, what you think is going to happen is not going to happen. Mm. And we watched Aaron get eaten. We watched him get eaten. And I, then... I, 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 that, <laughs> bro, that, that was like the start. He, he was like, no, like, he's not going to die, right? Like, no, he's not dead. And I was, I didn't, I, I was like... <laughs> Maybe, and you see what happens. And then, then Mika's sitting there, and then some giant titans are whooping the other titan's ass, and we find out who it is, and I'm like, keep yep. watching it, Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> keep watching it. Dude, that was such a badass. And the goosebumps, Mikasa, go to mm. character as well. Levi Ackerman is one of my favorite characters in all of anime. Beast. Um, his beast. beast titans scene where he's fighting 
Oh, so yeah, you know who the Beast Titan yeah, is now. Yeah, now, yeah. Because before, when I first was meeting you, you didn't know yet, and I was waiting to see what you would have thought about... I mean, spoiler alert, Zeke and his relationship with Aaron and who Zeke is, but... So Zeke, I've heard that name. Yeah. It wasn't really spoiler to me now. I, I, I know now. It's... It, it, bro, just... When you get back into season four, bro, uh... But that, that scene, speed. that scene where Levi's, oh shit, did I just spoil that scene? I, I kind of already knew. Okay. Yeah. But that is, I didn't know for sure, but That I was probably knew. one of the most, from what I've watched, one of the most monumental scenes in anime, one of the most badass scenes I've ever watched, and just sort of, just continued the consistent, just fucking mindfuck, mindfuck that that whole show was from the yeah. start, from Aaron's mom being Literally. fucking eight, you know? Um, going on to number four, I'm going to put Game of Thrones. And before I watched the three shows I'm putting ahead of it, Game of Thrones would have been my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, we'll go to show you how high I hold the shows above it. Game of Thrones is one of them shows where you just have to sit there and binge watch it. There's really no other way around it. You're, I just, just hear it ends so bad. It does. And, yeah. that's, and that's another reason why it's dropped number four yeah. on my list. Because the ending, so if you just take Game of Thrones every season up to the last season, by far the best show I've ever watched in my life. And it was really that bad? Yes. Oh my god. That's how fucking bad it was. They could have oh done so many different things, so many different ways, and so many different people. It's That's just that's another discussion for another day. It's been day. a couple years now since season four, or yes, last season, right? Yes. It's, I remember being in high school. That's another discussion for another day. What's What about this new show? Um, House of Dragons. I still haven't finished it. I still have to watch the last couple episodes of season one. It was a slow start. It did start to pick up. They do have a really big time skips which I'm not always the biggest fan of because it's hard to follow yes yeah. and they one of the main the main character they have a different actor a younger actor because it's starting out as her story as a kid and the mm-hmm. youth then halfway through the season once you finally start getting a connection and starting to like this character she's old she's a different she's a yeah. completely different actor and someone that's just not the same so that's what kind of threw me off from watching it and that might even go into account for why Game of Thrones is so low for me now. But Game of Thrones, if you set all the other shit aside, just watch season one through five, you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. If you like that medieval um, throwback type of thing where you have castles and lands and territories and knights and um, you have people going to war over territories, and the Battle of the Bastards is probably the best cinematic. Well, it, so if it's not a movie, can you still, is it still. I, well, I mean, it's being filmed, so I mean, cinematography is yeah, still okay. a part of TV shows. So I, I, mean, I agree with that. So please, I, you please can say do that. yourself a favor. Have you watched Game of Thrones? Have any of you watched Game of Thrones? I, I have not, and it's because I'm one of the few people that you'll probably ever hear. I hate, I I fucking hate uh, like medieval stuff. Not medieval stuff, but I just. I, God, I can't even think of the trilogy now because I oh fucking Lord of the Rings. Lord, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I feel like it, it just gives me those vibes. Because I hate Lord of the Rings too. Okay, th- okay, thank you. Because like, they should have just taken those talking I fucking movies, but it's all good. And uh, I've I've gotten hate for that before. No, well. I I do too. Yeah, but I I've never been able to get Lord of the Rings. I don't like it. But it's not Let's like that. The whole dragons aspect of it, the cosmetic of the dragons, the CGI, it doesn't even look like CGI. It looks like real life fucking dragons blowing flames. You got people riding dragons, the fucking battles are badass. Does that sound... The Battle of the Bastards, please, even if you haven't watched the show or don't plan on watching the show, please just YouTube that. Who's the queen in the Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, not the Lord of the Rings, but... Um, House of the Dragon. That'd be... Uh, Game of Thrones? The white hair? 
Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, yeah, I will watch no, it the, for her. The, she's if you hear me out there. She's bad. That's Arya Stark's John's little sister. She's mm. she's part of the Stark household. But the Stark household, that family, that bloodline, one of the most badass things to sort of get yourself immersed in. Jon Snow, one of my favorite Snow. characters of all time. He's been in a long time. He, <laughs> no, he was a bastard. Iconic character, though. Very I iconic it. character, and he was involved in that battle of the bastards. And you just, like I said, you have to watch that. Just one of the most, I guess, not even I guess, one of the most gruesome, just gory, like, fucking battle scenes you'll ever see in your life. Mm. Especially if, from that medieval time. It, and especially if you watching the story and getting immersed in it and knowing the fucking magnitude behind the battle, just it gives you goosebumps knowing what's mm-hmm. going on. They're just standing there side or side on side, just looking at each other. You know what's about to go down, mm-hmm. and you just sit there and you're just like, oh. who's sitting there waiting? Who's the king that everyone hated? That little fuck, Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey. King Joffrey. Yes. You know and he was he, in Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that. And, and he he ends up getting killed off, and that was one of the bright spots mm-hmm. of the show. And I was very <laughs> happy when he did get killed off. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to touch on the the cast of that show as well because a lot of a lot of good cast in there. Whether it's Peter Dinklage, Jason Momoa, um, Kit Harington who played Jon Snow, Sophia or Sophie Turner, she played Sansa Stark. She did a very good job. Amelia Clark, she's the one that played Daenerys Targaryen, the queen with the white hair. Yeah. Um, Pedro Pascal is in that as well. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, he, yeah. he has a really good role in there. Um, Macy Macy Williams, she does Arya Stark. She was. Behind Jon Snow, my favorite character in the show. Mm. Um, then Peter Dinklage's character, he was my third favorite. But just really a badass show. If you like um, battle of like diplomacies as well, mm. and like trying to, if you have like all of the fucking royal throne around the table, look at the maps of land, coming up with their game plan and talking about like how they're gonna work with the people and everything going on. Like everything about it is just. If you like that, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Like lore, that type of. Um, mm scenery that's mm-hmm. gonna be right up your alley and uh, I, I didn't even have to watch the show and you know just growing up with a person who was an avid uh, Game of Thrones fan and Ty and his favorite mm-hmm. character was Jon Snow mm-hmm. and uh, I, I didn't even have to watch it I know who Jon I know who Jon Snow is mm-hmm. he, he just run around the house like yelling like like Jon Snow King of the North King of the North yeah and that's another reason why I liked him so much too because like being a Bears fan that was always a thing King of the yeah. North division mm-hmm. so it's just always sort of tied Related. like that well yeah. apparently to Jordan Love you guys are <laughs> so I mean Th- that was the most happy Father's Day Bear fans I don't know why you think son no seriously <laughs> he's, handy, he's handing that one to you guys but uh, before we get too off topic yeah Game of Thrones you have to definitely have to check that out number four uh, number three I'm gonna put Naruto Okay. Um, I kind of hurt that I'm not putting it number two, but Naruto, just I'm all, I'm still speechless to this day, and it's been two years since I finished it. That took me a year and a half to watch from Naruto all the way through Shippuden, um, but that was the first show that really just like impacted and changed my life in ways that other shows never have. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's just falling in love with characters, falling in love with character development, storyline, I've never seen better storytelling in my life than the Naruto writers and the Naruto story and the way they connect specific events, specific mm-hmm. characters. For sure. Fucking moments with specific characters, how they bring characters back. For and they, sure. The way For they sure. leave you on the edge of your seat and they give you exactly what you want in so many different facets, whether it's drama, fight scenes, um, characters you love, characters you hate, um, that fucking never-ending battle of like one end trying mm-hmm. to strive for lust and love mm-hmm. and everyone being happy and then one end 
who has sort of lost all hope for that side of things, you know, just that always, just that yin-yang balance, Literally, one, yeah. doing one good side and one bad sign. They believe in reincarnation. The whole storyline is sort of based off reincarnation. Yeah. I personally have always sort of had that type of belief in reincarnation as well as far Same. as souls go, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so that's always something I related to and just, it's just one of those things where I always say fulfilling. I've never felt more fulfilled from a show after Naruto. The last arc was kind of dragged out, in my opinion. I agree. Just because they had to. They kind of had to. Yeah. But it's, but it's got everything you want, though. But if you just if you just smoke a J, rip the bong a couple times, sit there and just watch <laughs> the last arc just for the fight scenes and just the beauty of wrapping the show up, And just the fine. characters involved. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. But whether it's Kakashi versus Obito, their final fight, or Naruto versus Sasuke's fight. fucking... Fucking, what's his name? Minato. Like, it's just like, Minato, damn. Minato, like, the, the fucking that. yellow flash, whether it's... Yellow flash. Whether it's fucking Madara's the fight against all the fucking uh, Hakage's before. Mm-hmm. There's just so many legendary moments in that show. And, like, so many small gaps of time, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're spread out, but when they do happen, they're all just fucking, like, they almost like, overwhelm you. There's so way. many characters, so many different fights. Like, you have Sasuke versus Danzo, Sasuke versus Deidara. Like, mm-hmm. so many different... Sakura versus the, the, the doll do. Like, so many Even different fights, the whole, you know? The whole Akatsuki organization group as a whole is mm-hmm. just one of the best fucking, I guess... I mean, if you want to group them as a whole antagonist... The Akashi overall are one of the best antagonists. Pain overall one of the best antagonists. Pain, yeah. I've ever laid my eyes on any type of show, movie, anything like that. Jiraiya and Pain's story is just so good. It, dude, when I when Jiraiya died, I oh. I shed a tear. I shit you not. My eyes started watering. It was like when Jiraiya damn. died. And to this day I'll go on TikTok and they'll show those clips of like moments from the Spoiler show. Alert. And, I'll just, <laughs> and I'll just sort of fucking go back to that moment and just Get devastated again. It's just like, damn. But everything that you want, if you're looking for a superhero story, (laughs) story, if you're looking for a story that has a character that just never gives up and was just that stereotypical, just feel-good story that gets picked on as a kid, never gives up, proves everybody wrong, and just uses his power, his love to sort of just get everybody... To follow him mm-hmm. at the end, you know, and he he sort of shows like the full circle story of always believing in love and love sort of triumphs over everything, you know. Um, going into number two, it's going to be the show Vikings. Um, it just goes back to my love of the Scandinavian culture, the history, the Nordic mythology, Vikings as a whole. I just feel like they did a perfect job of portraying what it was like being a Viking, what it was like living during the Viking time. Just how fucking gruesome it was, but also the sort of religion aspect of it, because you have the main character Ragnar Lothbrok, who is based off of a Viking. Yeah, I'll say Ragnar. And you have the sons of Ragnar, who Ragnar's I'll get into in as, well. as well. Yeah, and and by far, shout out to Travis Fim, uh, Fimmel, he plays that role so good of Ragnar Lothbrok and that just that story of a king who was just gifted that not gifted but handed that power just because. Not not of his choice, but just because he was sort of put in that position due to mm-hmm. fate or destiny, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, he he was just some farmer who was just trying to make it by for his wife and his kids, and just had the dream of sailing over to England one day because he had heard, had heard stories about the rich soil and how much promising, how much more promising it would be to grow there and harvest crops and 
be able to give land and or not give land, but be able to live on this land for a family and grow this yeah. Viking brotherhood, you know? And you had that that like leader of the troop that just wouldn't let him do it and tried to kill him off, then he sort of challenges the king, then kills him and sort of just, just handed that throne, you know? And he just carries himself as that humble king that like knows he has to do this job but because he was picked for it, but doesn't want to. Damn. And that just sort of sets the precedent then um, this way the roles that his sons play are just so badass. I mean, there's for lack of better terms, the fight scenes, the the fights of diplomacy, the way they sort of interact with each other, um, then the fucking internal feuds, you know, because mm-hmm. all all the sons sort of want to make up for their father's legacy and sort of make a name for themselves and not let their father's name go to waste, but they sort of come at it in different ways and they sort of dispute and they go on their own battles with one another and it's honestly just if you you just have to be interested in that type of i guess lore Mm. if you want to want to watch it and sort of enjoy it um but if you're i i like history i like learning about that type of stuff and this wasn't one of those corny shows that just wasn't able to like you're not able to get into Mm because they're just trying to get too much history out of it but this was just one of those shows where you had actors that you could tell were fucking bought in and wanted Mm -hmm. to Immerse the viewer. Immerse themselves in this fucking world. Immerse and, themselves and the viewer. Yes, yeah. 100%. And once you realize that, you appreciate it more. Um, but yeah, so that would be number two. The number one for me is going to be Peaky Blinders. Hmm. Good I, show. I really don't know what it is about it. I just don't know if it's because if I could choose to go back in time and do anything, it would be fucking Tommy Shelby and what he's doing <laughs> and what he did. And just sort of live that mob life, you yeah. know, as a mob boss and work my way up through the fucking ranks doing what he did. And just seeing how family-oriented he was as well. And just family always came first. Whatever was in the best interest of the family is what he would do. And whether if it would be a detriment to himself, you know. And Cillian Murphy just played that role better than I think anybody else would have. Yeah. And by order, the Peaky Fool can blinders is... My, probably my favorite line that I've ever seen in all of mm. cinema and it's just it stuck with me everything about it that time in like 1919 Birmingham London or something like mm-hmm. that um, you have like the industrial age and all the guys in their little fedoras and their little uh, golf hats yeah. and their fucking suit cool jackets setting. yeah everything about it I mean you even see NBA players and football players showing up to the games and Peaky Blinder outfits and shit yeah. now so um, I think that is it's a little bit of recency bias but it's definitely my it's been on for a while yeah it's it's definitely my my number one spot for sure dope but guys i think this is probably a good time to wrap it up um this is our first iteration of our top fives you know we gave you two top fives today top five pokemon and obviously top five shows um but as you guys can tell you know it's kind of on a whim you know, guys think of any, anything you know any topic we'll any get time. better with it yeah yeah for sure um but yeah, you know, like I said, even give us some ideas, you know, top fives that you want us to, to talk about. Um, you know, Twitter and Instagram at Tea Time Reports. You know, give us a follow, give us a shout out. Soon to whatever. be TikTok. Soon to be TikTok. At Tea Time Reports. Soon to be as YouTube well. as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, thanks to all of our listeners from the Americas to all across the world. Um, you know, Trevor, Brandon, Caden, I appreciate you guys being here, and you know, we'll. 
pumping out this content for you guys, and yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get back soon. You know, we'll, we'll definitely have more of these top five lists coming out. Definitely. You know, it's definitely a, a topic that we like to do. You know, we'll talk about a little ourselves and stuff like that. So. It's a broad topic. Definitely a broad topic. So, once again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, take care, guys. Peace.